The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Buying a home? Selling your home? You've come to the right place. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Good Saturday morning once again. It is another great time to be with you when we're talking real estate and, of course, for the hottest listings in town, you got to see them online, and there's one place to go to. That's robgolfi.com, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. All over social media, you can follow the Golfi team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Some of the topics we're going to get to today, including uh, some tips and advice to avoid some real estate regrets. Moody's is out with its latest predictions about uh, the real estate market in this province. We'll talk about a member of the Golfie team that has a pretty big deal on the way. And uh, we'll begin with what's happening in real estate this week. But before we get to that, we have to say a good day and a warm welcome to Philip Golfie, sales representative <laughs> with Remax's Scarman Realty, the Golfie team, who has graced us with his presence once again. Philip, great to have you on the show again. Thank you. Happy to be back. It's been a, it's been a bit since, uh, since we've all done this together. So it's uh, good to be back. Feels great to be be back on the hot mic. I hear you are tremendously busy. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's been absolutely insane. Um, uh, j- just to describe it in in you know layman terms, but it's 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 a situation where we're just trying to keep up every single day. Um, it, it's very difficult and very demanding to work with buyers right now. And, uh, and, and, you know, oftentimes you, you're, you're losing out on two, three, four, five, sometimes 10 properties before you're successful. So it's, uh, it's a lot of running around the city, driving around, looking at homes and, uh, trying to put your, your best offer forward to be successful. And, uh, just due to the lack of inventory right now, it's been, it's been, it's been very difficult to try and navigate through this, through this, you know, just crazy housing market at the moment. Rob, what's been happening in your real estate life this week? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's been busy. Uh, one of my investment properties almost burned down, uh, this week. And, uh, so I get, I get a phone call probably about nine, nine 30 at night and I'm out of town. And, uh, so all of a sudden I'm getting all these urgent calls, please call fire department, please call, you know, everybody. And I'm like, what's going on? And, uh, so, Anyway, um, the tenant of one of my houses uh, uh, was cooking something, obviously, and uh, he went on, went and watched TV, fell asleep on the couch, and uh, burned uh, the house half down. And uh, and what woke him up was the uh, smoke detector, and he said, uh, if the smoke, if he didn't have a smoke detector, saved his life, saved his life. Wow. But, um, but, but the important fact, I mean, it, it, it's sad. There's nothing you can do. So I'm out of town. What am I going to do? I can't rush. I'm just going to rush to see something that I can't change. Right. So I, I didn't bother seeing the property till the morning. Um, but the one thing, the one important thing that 
you got to emphasize here is that he was negligent in how he managed the house, having uh, a grease fire in the kitchen. Now he did have tenant insurance. Now my insurance company will go after his insurance because of his negligence. Now, now when you have a house fire, you have a, insurance companies may cancel your policy after everything's all done, paid out on your next renewal. They'll say, okay, you're done, you know, uh, no matter what it is, whether it's your fault or not. So I don't know. I mean, I've got uh, a policy mixed with all my other properties. I don't know if they would uh, cancel it or not, but thank God that the tenant had insurance. So the one important thing you need to know, if you're a landlord, whether you own one property or a thousand properties, it's always good to make sure that your landlord signs off and says he's got tenant insurance on his, uh, agree, uh, like the agreement for the landlord tenant uh, agreement. Uh, cause it'll make a big difference. And yeah, like I'm now, you know, I, I have to go through the process. I'll get, I have my own insurance. I, I still will get my rent paid because we, because I paid for that insurance to have rent paid. And, uh, but make sure you always, always have uh tenant insurance if you're going to invest in properties and that will save your butt. And, uh, so that was, that's, uh, you know, the, the, the daily life of, uh, that I go through of all the different, uh, things but it and it wasn't a headache like normally 25 years ago if, if there was a fire with my properties i would have dropped everything even if i was in a different province i would have raced out and and you know been so frustrated and upset and everything but there's nothing you can do so as you, the older you get i think the more calmer you get i guess i don't know but that that's uh that's that's one thing that's happened this week uh rick i don't know it's uh you know we we also found out uh one of our clients uh uh, put uh, uh, my other son in his will to make sure he sells his house when they pa- when they pass away. That's pretty amazing. That that's pretty cool. Just that's just on the fire. Number one, I'm I'm glad the tenant is okay, and I'm glad that both parties have insurance, which is good. <laughs> uh, I, I should mention that yeah, uh, cooking fires like unattended pots on the stove. That's the number one cause of fires in Ontario, if you can believe it. Uh, in terms oh, yeah. of a home setting, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's not very uncommon. I remember at all. when we had the fire chief on. You know, back in in the first year when we, we, when uh, yes. when you guys started doing the show, and that's what that's what he what what he had mentioned is the number one causes of fires in Ontario is is kitchen and cooking fires. Yeah, wow. you got to be careful. That's you got to be you got to be attentive. Yeah. That's for sure. Can't fall asleep. Can't fall asleep while no. cooking. That's no. it. It's like falling asleep at the wheel. So you Can't mentioned that. yeah, you mentioned Jeff Golfi uh, and uh, a unique opportunity that he has. So what's going on here? Yeah, so Jeff is, uh, uh, he uh, obviously uh, has taken care. He's, he's really good with buyers, Jeff. He's actually very uh, patient and, and he sits with them and he, he loves uh, to visit with them, have coffee. He's, he's just very personable. And uh, so obviously one of his clients, um, you know, put, put him in the, in the will so that when they pass away, that his kids have to use him to sell the property. Which is which is a nice compliment uh, to have. It's it, it means a lot. So I uh, I have to admit that was uh, it was it was really nice to to you know to see that happen. It was really really nice. This doesn't sound like it's commonplace. This is this is one in a million type thing. No, no. I've had I had somebody else. Uh, I, I've had a few clients uh, requested uh, that uh, they to their kids. That, that I would sell their house. It's it, it what me. I'm not sure if it was in their will, but they did mention 
uh, to their kids. Listen, when I pass away, uh, Rob Galti selling the house and, uh, and no ifs, ands or buts. So I, I did, uh, I do get requests like that. Uh, and I, and, and surprisingly, uh, you know, it, it, it is a nice compliment, but this one was in the will. I don't know if the other ones were in the will, but I do, I do get, uh, kids that, uh, call me up and say, Hey, my parents wanted to make sure that you are the person that's selling this house, uh, for, for the, for, uh, for the, for the estate. So it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty awesome to have that, uh, you know, somebody to remember you to do that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, and that is obviously a testament to Jeff's hard work and personability and, you know, able to get the the biggest dollar for the house as well. I'm sure that's a factor, uh, certainly from the kids' perspective. So that's a, a cool feather in the cap for uh, Jeff Golfie. Um, also, oh, yeah. want to talk about a, a seller who sold privately and is now regretting it. What happened here? Oh, yeah. So this is uh, uh, Dan's deal. So. Um, Daniel, uh, uh, Daniel's client calls him up, says, Hey, listen, I, uh, sold my house to a neighbor behind me and, uh, and he, and he goes, okay. But, but he says, I got him to, he has to go with you to sell hmm. his house. Yeah, no, there's a lot of moving parts, so I can explain it a little bit better. So there's this, there's this guy who calls Dan in and he, Dan, Dan, um, said, Hey, you know, I'm selling my house to my friend. My friend's going to buy my house but I've made an arrangement and an agreement that you have to sell the friend that's buying my house. And Dan said, okay, no problem. So what, what ended up happening is, is the, the, the two friends made this handshake agreement, did this deal together. Um, and, and what, where are you going to go with this? Was it a situation of not well, really no, realizing no. where the market was at? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so this guy sells his house to his friend. So Daniel lists his friend's house. And he gets almost a million dollars for, for a town, townhouse. And yeah. meanwhile, his and but but this guy sold his detached home that's right behind him for almost a million for basically the same amount of money. Yeah. So <laughs> so the friend so the friend like like as a friend you're kind of looking like okay well you know I just sold you my detached house I think it's on a, on an acre and a half you know double car garage for for a million dollars. And then the friend goes to sell his house because now he's moving and he puts his townhouse up for sale and we, and, get, we, and, we, and, get, and, and we, we put it up for sale and he got almost a million dollars. So, you know, this guy had this opportunity where he's basically, you know, trading up from a townhouse to a big detached house on an acre with a double car garage for the same amount of money. <laughs> um, and, 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 and that was, that was the deal. So it's, 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 you know, it's another situation of, Lesson, do not sell privately. <laughs> yeah, put your house on the open market and, and see what happens. I got another, I got another example of this, a little spinoff. And in, 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 it happened to me in St. Catharines. And they called me in for the listing appointment. And they said, Phil, you know, we have an interested buyer. Um, it's actually one of our, our, our really good family friends. They would be interested in the house. And I said, okay, no problem. I said, well, you know, I, I, and I always, you know, preface this by, you know, the market is, is, is crazy right now. It's very hard to determine and, and understand what a willing buyer is, is going to pay. But the best way to find out is put it on the open market because you can't guess right now. And I said, well, why don't we put it up on the open market? And then, and then you could give them, you know, a situation where you can give them first right of refusal or, you know, do something like that and, 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 um, and see if they would be willing to pay that, that dollar amount. And what happened was these, these, you know, these people had a, you know, they're, they're working on a negotiation and, um, 
seeing what 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 they, what they were going to do, they were almost going to commit to sell to their neighbors for about three hundred thousand dollars less than what we got on the open market. Wow, which is crazy. And 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 at the end of it, they said, "Thank God we met you, and thank God you convinced us to put your house up on the open market because if we hadn't, this would have been a three hundred thousand dollars swing, which they wouldn't have known. They would have no idea that they would have been able to get that money unless they put it up on the open market and. And that's, you know, that's life changing money that they're going to, you know, it sets them up in the next phase of their life and sets up their kids education. And there's a huge ripple effect that that three extra $300,000 will do for them as they move on. Yeah. The most startling thing is that they would have had no idea how much money that they could have got if they did sell privately. They wouldn't have been uh, as uh, well off as uh, as they are. That's for sure. Uh, we got to run to segment number two. That's on the way here. Don't forget for the hottest listings in town, head online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. When we come back, some uh, real estate stats in the Hamilton area. We'll get to that and uh, a prediction from Moody's investment firm. That and a whole lot more still on tap here on the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin on the line once again is Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfy.com is the website, RobGolfy.com. And follow the Golfy team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget, you can listen to our show on Online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfy.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfy.com. Still to come, we'll give you some tips on how to avoid five real estate regrets. Tip number one, don't sell privately if you missed our first segment <laughs> of the show. Um, let's get to some stats in uh, in Hamilton. And, uh, you know, Phil, you mentioned, you know, wild things, insane things happening in the market. They're still taking place, and these stats kind of bear that fruit. It was a, I'll, I'll, you know, bring you into a little bit of what I've experienced. So around Labor Day weekend, my, I, and I, I felt like a, a little bit of a shift and I felt like the showings on some of my listings, you know, started to cool down and, and you started to see a few price reductions and there was some, there's, there's a little blip in the market where, where it just cooled down just for, you know, for about six days, five, six days. And I, and I said to myself, I said, you know, we had a good run, right? Like, like we had never experienced anything like that. We had a great run. The market had to cool eventually and, and had to, had to kind of flatline eventually. And I said, this is it. This is, you know, we're back to a normal market. And we were talking about it, how we're, we're back to a normal market. Days on market was going to go up. We we're going to start seeing conditions and offers and less situations of multiple offers. And then that lasted for like, for like a, a 10 days. It was like, and then, and then we went into another high gear again. And the market that we're in right now is, is one of the fastest moving markets I have ever seen. Every single listing that you go look at is, is holding offers. They're holding offers. They're, they're pricing it aggressively. And you're seeing these astronomical sale prices that are well over market value. And, and, and everyone, everyone says, oh, over asking, over asking, over asking. 
but now it's over market value. We're, we're beating the next best comparable by tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars on the exact same street. The sales numbers that are going to come out for this past month are, are going to be green, green, green. Houses are continuing to appreciate in value. And what we're going to see is, is anybody who, who might've had some buyer's remorse that bought in April, May, that, that, you know, might, might be regretting that, that, you know, thinking that they overpaid the housing market. If you did overpay, the housing market's going to catch up to, to that. And, and, and you have already started making money on your house today because these numbers that are about to come out, that are about to hit the press and hit the papers and hit the news line are going to be so big and so fast that, that it, it, it's going to be unbelievable. And in my opinion, this is just a result of, of, no inventory. The sales are out, are, are beating inventory every single month. And it, it's just resulting in this crazy, fast, appreciating market. And it's unbelievable. Well, so Rick here, I, I sent you this. In the last three days, in the last three days, there was 1,253 new listings on the Hamilton board. In the last three days, we sold uh, 1,742 listings. So guess so we're selling more than that's being listed. That's in three days. In, and then in seven days, I, you, see the, you see those numbers mm-hmm. that I sent you? Yep. In, 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 in the last seven days, 2,012 homes are listed, but 2,244 uh, 2, homes sold. It, it, it's, that's what's causing yeah. it. We're, we have a new spring market. Now, we thought 2017 we'd never see again. Well, guess uh, like we thought COVID, you know, the, the housing market and COVID, we would never see again. And then, so, and then there's what we're working in today. Yeah. So 2008, March, April of 2017, insane market. Now we go through the same thing uh, in 2021 and we're thinking this ain't happening again. And we just have it happen again in the fall in the same year. Yeah. Traditionally, when, when we're meeting with sellers, you know, in the last two, three, four years, you know, sellers would call us in and say, Hey, you know, we're, we're thinking of listing in the spring, the spring's the best market, you know, the best time to list. Um, and, and, and we want to get ready. We want to get prepared. We want to know what we have to do to get our house ready to go for the spring market. It's almost like that spring market is now. And, and, and we've seen more people that, that have been more motivated to sell now, right now in comparison to, to the spring, we, you know, now's the time of year when we start having that spring conversation. Well, you know, I want to get my house ready for the spring. What can I do to make my house more, more valuable for that spring? Now, now it's crazy what people are getting right now. I, I think we will have a little bit of a short uh, stint uh, uh, rise in, in the early spring market. Uh, and I still think there's going to be growth, but they'll never, I don't think, I don't see the market coming down. The inventory is way too low. Our inventory, yeah. our inventory is, is almost half, half as much as it was in the spring market. So, and, and the buyers are still out there. The buyers are still out there. It's just, we just can't, it's just hard to comprehend this. Like you, you think there's an ending to this, but I don't see an end. I don't, I don't see an ending next year. I think next year we'll, we'll have, uh, at towards, Towards the summer, we'll have uh, slow growth and and uh, maybe maybe a, a little mild uh, decline, but I don't. I, yeah. I, I still think it's going to be strong. I, I really do. They, as long as there's no inventory, there's no inventory on anything out there. We've been talking about this. There's no inventory on cars. There's no inventory on lumber. It, 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 it's it's a vicious cycle. What's going on right now? A vicious vicious cycle. And what's happening is the 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 more this market continues to heat up, is the less opportunity the first time home buyer. Get, or, or the or the you know the first time home buyer has has been priced out of the market. An entire generation of first time home buyers 
have been priced out on the market in the last 18 months. That's what's happening. There's a lot of people who, who, who are looking around right now, unless they get help from their parents or, or grandparents or, or something there, you know, there's some people they'll never buy a home ever. And it, it's just a hard reality to face for, for some people. But what's happening is the parents, you know, people, you know, the first time home buyers, parents who've made 30, 40, 50% on their home in the last, you know, 24 months are, are, are handing down a down payment because, you know, they have access to that equity and that's the only way for these young kids to get into the market. And, and, you know, with that being said, home ownership is still a top priority for a lot of young Canadians. It's still a, a really big goal that people want to achieve. And it's still, you know, there's still possibilities out there, but, but it's just so hard to navigate through this housing market as a first time home buyer, because you're going into, you're going into these offer presentations. You're, you're just full of anxiety. You're not able to put any, any conditions and no home inspection, no financing. And it's, you're walking through a house and you know, you're walking through in a half an hour and you got to, you know, almost decide on the spot if you're going to go in on this house. And then you, you got to put an offer on, on paper that's going to be, you know, a hundred thousand over asking price. And then you, you know, you almost get this buyers or more, am I overpaying for this? I don't want to overpay. I don't want to make a mistake. And then now you're, you, you know, and then all of a sudden you think you're overpaying for the house, but then somebody else outbids you by $150,000 and you're like, Holy smokes. And the problem is, is that when someone else pays that much money for a, for a house on that street, that's the new comparable for the neighborhood. That's the new comparable that everybody's going based off of. That's the new comparable that everyone's pricing off of. And so the next house you go to buy, that's going to be, you know, the measuring stick. That's the measuring stick for that house in that neighborhood. And so now you're, now you're, you're, you're paying more and, and it's just, it's just a vicious, vicious cycle. And it's scary for a lot of people who are, who are navigating through this housing market. And, and people often ask us, Hey, like, you know, what's your advice? And my advice has always been get into the market as, as quickly and as fast as possible. Get it, just, just get into it. And that way you start building equity fast and you start building equity quick. And I've always said, if you can't afford your local market, look to a suburban market, look somewhere outside of your, uh, of where you're living, whether it's a, you know, for us in Hamilton, it might be a St. Catharines or a, or a Welland or a Niagara Falls. And, and that way you can start building equity quick. It's a four savings account. And the sooner you're into that housing market, the faster you can get back to your dream home or the, the neighborhood that you want to live in or, or something of that nature. And if you want to try and avoid all these bidding wars and, and, and um, multiple offer situations and you want a little bit of a slower play, pace, try and find a new build development and try and find a condo or try and find a, a townhouse that they're building in two or three years. And I know that's not, you know, it might not be ideal because you want something now, you want something, you know, ready to go move into, but, but, you know, that's a lot of, you know, some of the only options that people have is, is looking for some, for, uh, some new build opportunities. It's more controlled. Yeah. New, yeah. Like new home sites. It's more controlled. But even that you show up to a new home site on the release date and there's 250 people lined up ahead of you and they're sold out on the first date. It's just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Both of you guys mentioned supply and inventory and really the lack thereof in both those regards. Is there any indication that that's going to change anytime soon or even within the next year? We're so far behind. Yeah. I, I say, I say it will be, there'll be a little bit of a, a, it's going to be after the spring market next year, it will taper off, but it will still be busy. I, I don't think it's going to be at least a 2023, 24 where we'll see things kind of stop. I, I really do like 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 a, a very slow growth. They they even predict uh, next year of one and a half to two percent uh, uh, growth in uh, in Ontario, in, depending on what parts of it. 
And so it, it's hard to gauge. It's very, very hard to gauge uh, on what's going on. But the thing is, because inventory is so low, it, 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 and there, the demand is so great, it, 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 you can't stop that. You can't stop people from wanting a house. And, and the more people that want it, it's just going to keep increasing because everybody's going to try to uh, uh, outbid each other and, and get that home that they want. Just a quick look at the stats uh, that you forwarded to me in terms of average price in Hamilton, uh, sales uh, numbers uh, for Burlington as well. Does anything really stick out to you as abnormal or really surprising or you know more, more of the same? So the, the, the numbers I gave you here are Hamilton Hamilton only, not Stony Creek and Castor included. So right now, so as you can see, in May, uh, the highest point in April, May of this year was 653, 670. We're at at 707 in October, and we're already now in November at 706. We surpassed in the Hamilton. We're talking Hamilton Mountain, Hamilton East-West, and uh, uh, what others? I guess that's it. And Central, Hamilton Central. We've surpassed the spring market numbers hmm. already in, in, in a year. Now, as you can see here, it'll say, um, uh, what I've got here is uh, sales numbers. Now, look at the sales numbers in October was uh, 488. Look at the spring market. We're doing six over six, 700, 700 homes in the spring market. Yeah. But now look, look at November. We're, we're, we're like, we got what, seven, eight days left in November. And we only got 236 to 240 homes sold. Units are way down. They're way down. That tells you there's more people looking for houses than there is houses for sale. And that's what's driving the market up. And then we're going to go through another lull because we did that in September. And we're going to go through another lull probably towards the end, the middle of December. And then you're going to see a big spike starting in the new year. I'd say mid-January, but February, it's always guaranteed that housing prices are going to like just explode again. Yeah, yeah. And same deal in Burlington and Niagara. The spring market in terms of unit sales, you know, off the charts in comparison to what's happening in this month and certainly what happened in last month and in some cases even in September. Uh, in Niagara, for example, you know, March, April, May, over a thousand homes were sold. The last couple of months, you know, eight fifty nine, a healthy number for October, but three eighty nine for this month. I mean, it's dropped off a cliff. It's, it, it has dropped off a cliff. So, so it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know how, and, and the numbers are going up. So the less inventory out there, uh, housing prices are just going to keep climbing. And, and we thought that was the end of it in the spring, but guess what? Our, our new spring market is now. This is, and one of, one of the crazy things about this market too, is the, the luxury market, right? Like we're seeing, you know, three three million dollar homes, four million dollar homes in Ancaster that are that are on the market for five, six days, seven days, and selling with multiple offers. Like, like, you know, before, like three, four, five years ago, you had a, you know, if you had a two, three million dollar house, it would take six, seven months almost. We'd watch those houses sell on the market for 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 a year and a half, and 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 then they reduce their price by you know one hundred thousand, two hundred, and then they would finally sell. Now, you know, we, we just saw this house listed in Ancaster, newly built house in Ancaster on the market for six days sold firm. Like it's unbelievable. But even the luxury market that, 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 that just, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on um, across all markets. And then, and then as you get into, you know, I know we don't talk about it too much, but the commercial and industrial market, oh. which, which is even, you know, which is even crazier than 
the the um the real the, the residential market is yeah. crazy and and you know I know that you know we don't talk about that market too much but I I'm sure there's some people listening that are just like you know throwing their arms up in the air saying like yeah I tried to buy this warehouse and or I tried to buy this lot or whatever and then you know it, that trickles down to even you know land right like you know builders looking for for land or building lots or or things like that it's just it's just across all industries across all markets it's just unbelievable in in and when you break it down to the real estate market it's it's been crazy it's like i told my i told my friend i said there are two things you either buy a house that needs work which is less people looking at or if you buy a house that is done you now you got you're going to co- compete against 10 20 people on that house yeah so i said to him go for the house that needs some work you have to suffer through it but you will not, you will probably get a better deal on that and he, and he can't believe it he can't believe what he has to go through he looks at houses and then he finds out there's, you know, 10 offers on it. And he's like, he, he doesn't even want to compete against that. It's just insane. And, and, the, and he's looking in Burlington. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. So. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get uh, some info from credit rating agency Moody's on the overvalued housing market. Some tips to avoid real estate regrets and uh, an oral agreement between uh, some family members that didn't quite work out. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. And if you have a topic or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, some real estate regrets. And we'll talk about an oral agreement between a couple of family members that uh, went a little sideways. Moody's Credit Agency is out with its latest um, prediction or analysis of the real estate market. And it is showing some overvaluation no surprise in the province of ontario it says canadian cities overall are 22 percent overvalued overpriced um and they expect that that overvaluation or those price increases to continue to rise by at least 2.6 percent next year before slowing down a bit of the year after that the average growth over the next two years forecasted to be an annual average of 1.38 percent uh, again over the next two years so Prices will continue to go up. There's no really end in sight in terms of the inventory and supply issues. So you guys are going to be busy for at least the next two years, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, that's if, that's if the inventory is there for us to, uh, to sell. I mean, <laughs> right, right now, like our inventory is so low. Um, so you only make money when you got inventory or, and you got buyers. And even if you have a buyer, you don't even know if that buyer is going to get that house that uh, they're looking for. It's not yeah. like the old days anymore. We're in a new world right now. New world, as, yeah. as they call it. I should mention, I saw this on Instagram, and I actually liked it the other day on uh, the Golfy Team Instagram page, where you guys have sold 1,000 homes in the first 11 months. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's insane. 
Yeah, it's our, our processes, our systems that we have in place and our marketing that uh, we when we market our clients homes, we've we've like like we've sold homes that we've seen other agents have listed and we put it on the market and we actually sell it and sometimes sell it for more money. And and it's the exposure like our our online exposure is so far superior out there that we're like, like I said, we're the second most Googled in Ontario for real estate listings in Ontario, the second most Googled. And, and I think you asked me this question before, who's the first? I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> hey, but listen, is, what does a thousand homes sold mean? Is that, is that a regular thing? Do you accomplish that sometime in no. December usually? No. The craziest, the craziest part of it is, is that's, you know, 1,000 different stories, 1,000 different families or, you know what I mean? It's, it, 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 it's just incredible how much of an impact that we're, you know, have the opportunity to, to represent and have on these home buyers and home sellers. That's, that's, you know, the way I look at it, it's a, it's a thousand different, different parties that have trusted us um, to represent them in, in one of the biggest transactions of their life. And, and, and we've been able to fulfill, fulfill it. Right. So it's, it's been a great opportunity. It's been, it's been a great run. And um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, from a, from a business side and, and from our standpoint, it's being able to have the right support staff and have the right team, uh, whether it's around us or our realtors and, and giving our realtor support and making sure we give our, our, our sellers and clients the support to make sure that their home buying or home selling experience is, 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 the, great, best. is the best. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, when we wake up every single day, that's something that we, we strive to be. Um, and, and, and that's something that we, we continue to implement new systems and strategies to, to be able to support each and every single one of our clients. And that way they have, they have that experience because, you know, this, this is, this is, a, this is something that is one of the most stressful things you can do in your life is, is whether it's buying or selling a home and then you combine that with moving and so on and so forth. So if we can, if we can be that little part of this, you know, transition to, to help them make that a lot easier on them, a lot less stressful on them, well, while getting the most amount of money to be able to set them up in their next move, it's something that we're, uh, we're extremely grateful for. And, you know, we take like, like, and you would, you would hear, you know, Rick, you, you know, we take pride in everything that we do. It's, it's something that we love to do and, um, something that we're going to continue to love to do. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a really, really good opportunity for us. And, you know, we continue to grow as a team and, and, but, but with that being said, it's, it's making sure that each and every single one of our sales agents and, and uh, have the right support to be able to give their clients the best experience. Another way to look at it is you got 999 referrals throughout the year, basically (laughs) that that went from one house to the next. So that's great. Um, There's, 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 there's very few people like there's all, there's probably about four or five teams in in Canada that actually hit those numbers. So it's like, and and we all know each other. So we always communicate with each other and help each other out. So there it's been pretty, pretty good. So there's been a lot of support also with other realtors, uh, teams uh, like us around the country. For sure. Sorry to interrupt. No no problem. We got to take a break, but I want to ask, is that the first time you hit a thousand? Uh, yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. 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 Congrats. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a mile, a big milestone. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the first time anybody's hit that in our real estate board ever. Wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to talk a little more about that and, uh, some real estate regrets on the other side, uh, other side of the break. You are listening to the Golfy real estate show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML.
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And one last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio on the line once again from their broadcast hub at One Markland is Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Real the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. Call them up at 905-575-7700 and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram give the Golfie team a follow and a like whatever the platform is and send them an email if you have a question or a topic idea for a future show. Questions at robgolfie.com. Questions at robgolfie.com. The first team in Hamilton's history to sell a thousand homes in a year. How about that? It's not too yeah, shabby. That's, Sounds uh, pretty good. Write the headline. Print the headline. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Great headline, Rick. Front page of the spectator. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, some real estate regrets. Uh, you know, you sell a home or you buy a home. Sometimes people have regrets. We're trying to get, you know, your clients to not undergo these. And I'm sure that list is really, really small. But what are some of the most common uh, hindsight kind of regrets. So number one, that we didn't buy the house beside or behind ours or both. Absolutely. I've been through that. Uh, and there was a property that I had, uh, and this was years, many, many years ago when $2,000 was actually almost like almost five to 10%. The, the house next door, and I think I told this story before, I bought a house for $34,000 on Dunn Street. And then, uh, like nine months later, another, the house next door went up for sale. And I think it was up for sale for 29, 28, 29,000, but I didn't want to pay more than 26,000. And I lost it. I didn't buy, I said, no, I'm not interested, but it it did sell for 28,000. And I regretted, uh, I regretted not buying that property. And I, and, and I'll never forget that. So I'll never let that happen again. That's one regret. So always, if your intention is to buy it, buy it because you know, real estate, I was young at the time, real estate values do go up. So that was one regret that I had. And I'm sure a lot of people have regrets of not buying, not buying the next door house or whatever. Yeah. It's, but I mean, anything was a regret that you didn't buy in real estate in the last five, 10 years, right? Like it's just any, anything and everything. People <laughs> kick themselves every day. Oh, I should have bought that property. Mm-hmm. You see how much it sold for? Or, you well, know, it's just, it's just nonstop. It, well, it's true. I mean, you, you could have bought something three years ago uh, for two, two for uh, let's say 200,000 today. It's worth 500, thousand yeah like that's like i mean i, I wish i bought 10 of those or 20 of those but. i know there's that one you know the one on dundurn that i, <laughs> I uh and i i kick myself every day like you know i overpaid for it and i'm like it was a situation where i was like you know i was busy and i i I wanted the property and then I, I did it. And then I was like, Oh, you know, I, you know, I, you know, what the heck am I doing? Like, I'm like, I'm in the industry. You know, I advise people not to make these mistakes every single day. And I just made the mistake that I, I, I tell people not to make. And <laughs> I was so mad at myself because I overpaid on this property. And then it's so funny and everyone does it. Yeah. When you feel like you overpaid or you feel, or you need to convince yourself that you got to be, you check, you, you go back and you check the, the, the most recent sales every single day. It's like, okay, well, you know, that one sold for this. So maybe I didn't overpay or, but that one sold for, for this. So maybe I did overpay. So you just try to convince yourself otherwise. And you just, <laughs> you're just always second guessing yourself. So I have one little, uh, one little mistake, right. Where I did overpay and, um, 
but but you know I I need this market to catch up to it, right? It is, <laughs> it'll it'll get me out of jail a little bit. That, that, get that, me out of financial jail a little that, bit. That, that was a, a regret buy. <laughs> yes. So number two on this list, uh, we began the search for a seasonal home, then got distracted and nothing happens. Number three, that we compromised on permanent physical real estate characteristics to buy a property for its trendy cosmetic features. Number four, that we got swept away in a bidding contest and paid more than we intended. I'm sure that's happened. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that happens to a lot of people, but with the way the market's going right now, uh, if they bought in the spring, it, it's catching up right now. So they'll, they'll be fine. They won't have that anxiety of, of overpaying anymore. Phil, Phil's almost there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last real estate regret on this list that we waited for prices to drop back to normal, quote unquote, in our ever-changing world. And that normal is never going to be normal again. Absolutely. There are people that sold and they're waiting for the market. Uh, There's to, a lot of people. I hear that sitting, all the yeah, time. They're in, they're I a, hear it all the and, time. And, and they are in major stress. They have to go get therapy because, <laughs> because they bought, they sold last year and they said, oh, the market's going to come down. And it just keeps going up. And they don't know. Like, they're, they're afraid to jump in now. They're, and, and some of them can't jump in because yeah, they've been they, priced out of their market. Yeah, they got priced out. So it's there's a lot of people in that situation where they sold. And it, it might come down. Right. Like we said it in 2017 that, you know, the market, but I say to people, I go, even if the market comes down 10%, we're still up 30%, 25%, 20% over last yeah. year. Yeah. So yeah. even if it, even if it comes down to like, we, we had that crazy growth that even if it comes down, it's like, okay, we're still up 25%. You know, there's nothing to be afraid of. Right. And, and, and listen, if this, and it, I, I, I love the news media outlets when this happens. So when, when our real estate market takes a little bit of a dip, you see it all over social media. You see it all over the, the headlines, Canadian real estate market crash and Canadian real estate market <laughs> fall. Like, no, it's not going anywhere. Right. But, but we might experience maybe a little 4% decline, a little bit, a little yeah, decline. That's it. And the media outlets love the clickbait and they, they print the headlines and they hop all over and they put all this fear in the world but it's not going anywhere. If you want to sell your home, you got to call the first ever team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year. Hey, the golfy team did it in 11 months. 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. Rob, Phil, another great show. Thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed their in are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.